We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now back to the pregame show. Good morning! Diarrhea! It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on! Yes, sir. Good morning, family. Stephen Langford in with you. 95-7 the game. We actually have some football to talk about after last night. Rams, Bills. Bills absolutely destroy the Rams 31-10. to I got some thoughts on the game overall. The future for the Rams here, what they're going to look like this season. Of course, 888-957-9570 is the Comcast business text line and the phone number. And we also have real football to come along on Sunday on September 11th. Now, before we get to anything uh, in regards to football and actual sports talk, uh, I'll just make the announcement now for those of you who are listening at 5 a.m. because I'm going to repeat this at around 5.50 because I got a little something written out. Uh, But this is my last day at 95.7. Last day hosting the pregame show. I'll just be right upstairs. I'll be at KCBS, but uh, it has been an honor to host for all of you, for everyone who has been cool enough to text in. Like I know the 408 is probably going to text in at some point here. I don't know who it is, but the 408 is going to text in saying, Hey, you didn't have a voice crack in the yes, sir, open, so it's going to be a good show. To anyone who's like that, like, thank you, I appreciate you, and it's just been, it's been awesome. It's been awesome, but this is the last day for me here uh, at 95.7 The Game, so I'll circle back around to that at 5.50. That was just, that was just an exclusive for all of you who listen here at 5.02 in the morning. Uh, but continuing on. With football, because we do have an hour to fill. And finally, we had some action last night as the Bills just destroyed the Rams. Destroyed them. Absolutely destroyed them. Third and four. Allen stepping up. And now floating it downfield. And Diggs is behind the secondary. Stumbles, but brings it in. Buffalo touchdown. Credit to NBC for the audio. Now... I'm just going to, before we actually get to the game, and before we get to, you know, the thoughts on the Rams, because I do think it's fascinating how uh, we here in the Bay Area watched that game last night. We're all just so focused on the Rams and their deficiencies. Uh, We're all so focused on them that we're not giving the Buffalo Bills any credit. But before we get to that, 
I just got to say, I do not. I, I'll say, I do not want any big events happening for football in LA anymore. Like to have the last game be the Super Bowl and all the pomp and circumstance that surrounded it. You know, the Hollywood stuff. Like the halftime show was cool. Don't get me wrong with that. But like the pregame show stuff, the pregame introduction stuff. Like that. Uh, that that to me, it's just too much. Like you had John Hamm. Of course, famous actor, Mad Men, love John Hamm, super talented dude, seems actually very humble, you know, compared to a lot of people in Hollywood, uh, but John Hamm going out there and making a speech about how, you know, Hollywood, we love sequels, and trying to talk about how the Rams are going to possibly go on for their second Super Bowl in a row, like, number one, no, Hollywood doesn't like sequels, they like making money from sequels we don't like sequels at all the regular people who actually watch these movies all right we hate sequels all right you can you can look at it with a bunch of different meetings through a bunch of different definitions there are layers to that we do not like sequels of course 49er fans do not want to see a sequel of the rams winning the super bowl but i'm tired of movie sequels the rock i mean you got me you got me criticizing the rock <laughs> the rock with his mic in the tank top. You know, at least he didn't come out with some sort of red velvet suit. It was just a terrible fit. But he's out there in a tank top and he barely makes a speech. He has the eyebrow. It was just it's just too much. So I'm good from any more, you know, big games being played in LA that require the pomp and circumstance that say a Super Bowl or an opening night kickoff requires. Done with it. I'm done with the LA thing, man. That, that's that was my number one thought. That was I, I wrote that down right before the game. His thoughts on the LA intro. It's terrible. Can't stand it. It's just too much. It's just way too much, you know. But uh, there were some cool moments there. You know, there 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 were some cool moments. It took a while to get to the game, uh, but all the other stuff, the you know the the, the speeches, the rock, all of that. It's just. For the 408, terrible take, nice guy. Everyone loves a sequel to a good story, but the sequel... Is that a terrible take, 408? Is that a terrible take? Yeah, it is when it comes to, I guess, Bad Boys. Bad Boys 2 was good. Godfather 2 was good. A lot of the older sequels were good. I guess, you know what I'm ranting on? Maybe it's not sequels, 408. You know what, I'll take it back. Maybe it's just the remakes that I'm thinking of. Maybe it's just the remakes. Not the sequels, the remakes. That we just don't need. That nobody cares to see. Soon enough, they're going to be remaking movies from the 2000s, and that's going to make you feel old. Uh, but let's get to the actual game here. Because the Bills crushed them, 31-10. to 10. Matt Stafford and the elbow issue, it looked to take a toll. His offensive line without Andrew Whitworth was not good. Sacked seven times in this game yesterday. He only ended up with a 63 quarterback rating, or excuse me, a passer rating, 63 passer rating. But uh, that game last night, I understand that it's a very subpar offensive line that the Rams are working with. And that's why I'm saying, like, at least within your division, if you're a Niner fan and you're looking at your offensive line and thinking, man, this is going to be one of the worst offensive lines in football, uh, here's a little newsflash for you if you didn't look. The offensive lines throughout the NFC West stink. They all stink. 
So the NFC West right now, you're kind of in an equal setting there between the Rams and the Niners. You know, supposedly the Rams were supposed to have a good run game yesterday. Cam Akers fully back to being healthy. Daryl Robinson, that didn't show out. But we also got to give the Bills defense credit, I think. I I don't think we were paying attention enough to it. Whenever we were all making our, you know, season-long predictions, I ended up, you know, when you choose game by game, I don't know how I ended up with this number, but I ended up with the Bills 15-2. and Like, I didn't see how the Bills could lose any of these games unless maybe... I don't know, it's a late December game and they've had a a tough stretch of road games where they got to travel back and forth. Like, I had them going 15-2, even with the the type of schedule that they had. But that roster, from top to bottom, is absolutely stacked. Josh Allen, I mean, he's already, like, looking like the MVP that we expected him to. But when you got Vaughn Miller... Coming off the edge on the addition of that on that defensive line, Ed Oliver out of Houston, who is finally coming into his own. DeQuan Jones, Gregory Russo, all these guys. I don't even remember number fifty five's names. Number fifty five's name. I don't even remember where where like what his name was. But somehow he tips a ball and gets an interception, even from the defensive line. He was double teamed and he gets his hand up. And somehow tips the pass and intercepts it. Like, this Bills defense is going to be good. This Bills offense is going to be fantastic. Josh Allen was spreading the ball around completely for the 5 up. Now, that's a horrible take. You're making an assumption on three teams without seeing their O-Live in, act- in, in action that actually matters. 5-1-0, just do the research. Just do the research. Now, granted, you're going up against a really good defensive front. You are, but when your quarterback gets sacked seven times, that's partially because you're going up against a good defensive front, but also because your offensive line isn't any good. So, like, it was a little bit of both yesterday. I think you got got to give credit to both sides. Now, however, on the offensive side, Josh Allen and the decisions that he makes, like, they went into it with a game plan of Aaron Donald. We can leave him one-on-one, but you know what? I'm going to release this ball in two seconds. Someone's going to get open. I'm going to disguise what's going on with my eyes for the defense. I'm going to make the defense go one way with my eyes, and then I'm going to throw another. Like Josh Allen's vision, my goodness. And if we're saying, if we're sitting here going, you know, man, Trey Lance is on a is on a Josh Allen trajectory. Damn, that is some lofty expectation. And if that does happen, because I do think Trey Lance has the tools uh, to become that type of player. But, man, we're going to have to wait two or three years until we see someone being that elite. Like, this dude, this dude was, uh, this dude was just making every single throw. Every single throw. Right on the money. Didn't matter where they were. I mean, hey, and I'm not going to lie. Like, Jalen Ramsey talks a lot, and I respect his game because he is a very good cornerback, but... Watching him on a couple of those possessions just get absolutely fooled. I mean, that first touchdown to Gabriel Davis, it was a beautiful, it was a beautifully designed play. I mean, it was a third and short, and it looked like it was going to be a run. They run the play action. Jalen Ramsey makes the decision to go after the quarterback because he thinks Josh Allen is running some sort of QB boot action or something like that. But instead, he's going to run 
Jalen Ramsey goes right toward him. Gabriel Davis wide open for a touchdown. The one where Stephon Diggs was wide open as well. Jalen Ramsey thought he had a certain receiver, and it turns out that he actually had Stephon Diggs, totally forgot to cover him. Stephon Diggs wide open in the end zone. And that was the play that I, uh, that was the, the highlight that I played coming into the show. Like, I'm not going to lie, watching Jalen Ramsey get cooked whoo, with all the talking that he does. I'm not going to say it's satisfying, you know, just watching a dude you kind of make a fool of himself on the field, but watching Jalen Ramsey do that after all the trash that he talks, maybe it'll humble him a little bit. But man, this Bills team, they really set the tone for the AFC. The AFC is already a stacked conference, but I'm, I'm going to be fascinated to see uh, what happens with that team. I mean, Isaiah McKenzie had a good game. Dawson Knox is a good tight end, although he had a drop in that one. Stephon Diggs is Stephon Diggs. That's about as reliable of a res- as a receiver as you could possibly have. That Bills team is going to be good. Now, are the Rams, does this mean anything for the Rams going forward? I don't know. It's the first week of the season. You can't tell really, you, you, you can't tell the true identity of a team until really after week four. And right now, the Bills are trending upward and the Rams are trending downward, but you never know. You never know. These next couple of weeks, who knows? The Bills could look like a totally different team. Bills could like could look look like a totally different team because they've had all week to prepare, or they've had all week. They've had all offseason to prepare for this one game. Sean McVay did the same as well. It's not to say that the Rams didn't have the same opportunity. But right now, that Bills team's looking good. The Rams not. We'll see if that's how the Rams look throughout the season. All you, you never know, though. I mean, last year, when they lose like three straight, then all of a sudden they pull off five straight wins. Like they could, it, it can happen at any time. It can happen at any time uh, with the Rams. All right. On the other side, you know, I wasn't here yesterday. I was in. I was on with the morning rose from six to nine a.m. Uh, but I want to get to something in regards to Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, I understand that we have a Sunday game versus the Bears, and trust me, in the final half hour of the show, we're going to preview anything and everything. I don't know if this is going to be your first NFL season here on the pregame show, and even though this is my last show here, uh, I tend to get the injury reports wrong in that I read them, there's a player that's questionable, and I'm on here like, oh, I don't know if he's going to play on Sunday. And then all of a sudden, he's playing on Sunday. <laughs> I get that wrong all the time. So you're going to get that in all its glory in the final half hour. But on the other side, something that nobody really talked about with this whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing with Lance, I just want to get to that on the other side because Benjamin Albright was on the roast a couple of days ago. i got to replay this because this is something I think uh, is fascinating that could go on with the 49ers and something that I could see as a discussion sometime through the regular season. So we'll get to that on the other side. Stephen Langford on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. Good morning, everybody. Stephen Langford in with you. Sheesh. I got a text here. The 6-5. Oh, going to miss you, nice guy. Can you send us off with the classic jam? September. Why was I playing this all the time? It's been a while hosting this show. 
And this is the last one. It's my last day at 95.7 game. And I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to think of when we were using September. I mean, it certainly wasn't on the 9th. The 20, I mean, it would, normally I'd use that on the 21st night. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Do you remember the 21st night of November? September. September. Uh, but good morning, everyone. Stephen Langford in with you. Hope you are having a terrific Friday. Hope you enjoyed last night's game between the Rams and the Bills. Your first dose of football. But now on Sunday, that's when reality checks in that, all right, we are going to be on our butts, on the couch for 10 hours every Sunday up until January, February. <laughs> we have come to terms with that. Although it's a lot stronger. Uh, it's, a, it, it's, it's the urge to actually sit and just watch football on a Sunday. Like the urge is a lot higher when you're starting in the opening season. <laughs> like when you got the opening game, it's like, all right, week one, I'll pay attention to everything. And then when you get to like week 13... <laughs> When you get to when you get to week thirteen, you get there on the Sunday and you're like, you know, let's just say for example, I don't know, the Niners are playing in the morning. They're playing at at ten a.m. Uh, let's just say they're playing at ten. You're probably you're probably like at one, looking at the one p.m. slate. Ah, you know what? This slate of games isn't good. I have been on my ass for ten hours every single Sunday for the last thirteen weeks. Maybe I should at least get up and do something. During the afternoon, you know, but at the beginning of football season, it's all right. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I don't care what's going on on a Sunday. I don't care what's going on in the outside world. It is all football, football, football. Now, I uh, so. Yes, I'm I'm getting a lot of texts here. OK, I didn't expect that. Uh, yes. So this is the last day at 95.7 for me. Uh, I am going to KCBS, our sister station going to be the uh, sports reporter there so you know i'll i got this little thing written up at 550 because you know during this 5 a.m hour we get a lot more listeners rolling in naturally it's five in the morning there are a lot of people still asleep right now uh but you know as they gradually roll out of bed get into their cars and go to work we get a new audience but yes uh this is the last day for me um it's gonna be uh you know it's bittersweet very it, it is it is bittersweet um Excited to move on, but at the same time, 95.7 has you know, been a part of my life for the past seven years, at least. So, you know, thank you to all of you for tuning in. Thank you to all of you for texting in, calling in, whatever it is, at the Comcast Business Text Line at 888-957-9570. Been a lot of fun shows, that's for damn sure. Uh, but I'm going to share some of my final thoughts here on the Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo thing. All right? I have come to a conclusion with this. Now, Benjamin Albright. Benjamin Albright covers the NFL. Turns out he is the nemesis of Michael Silver. (laughs) I didn't know that until he joined the roast the other day. But Benjamin Albright wanted to shed some light on the Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo situation because there were reports out there, you know, that Trey was a little annoyed Um, Although that turned out to not be true because the original writer of that report, he ended up retracting that statement because he felt like it was a little too presumptuous. Uh, But Benjamin Albright had this to say about Jimmy Garoppolo. 
it's a situation where I think if you look at it from the internal optics of it versus the actual practicalities of it, uh, as soon as the Niners get the trade package they want, Jimmy's going to be gone. I don't even expect Jimmy to be there at the end of the season on that roster, even with that no-trade clause. They wanted to be rid of him. They couldn't get the package they wanted because they had no leverage after surgery, and so now it's just hanging there in the air. But Trey Lance isn't annoyed at the situation. He's like, hey, look, it is what it is. It's a business. And I believe that. I truly believe that. Like, by the November 1st deadline, something is going to happen. Right? I don't know. I, I don't know what it's going. I, I don't know what's going to go on. I don't know if a quarterback is going to get hurt. Of course, you don't wish that on any player ever. You never wish anyone to get injured. But these things happen because it's the NFL. Um, but you never know. A quarterback could struggle. Maybe not even within the NFC, but within the AFC. Right? You maybe have a Super Bowl team where you have a Super Bowl roster where your quarterback might be the weakest part of your roster. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a hot commodity by November 1st. Now, again, this is not this is going to be a discussion for later in the season, and that's when you can get really down to the, to the nitty-gritty of it. But I'm looking at these other teams, especially around the NFC. Like, you saw what the Rams did last night. The Rams... A lot of people had them as the favorite in the NFC and possibly onto the Super Bowl to repeat as NFC champs. Well, that team last night, they did not look like the type that could be NFC champs. I think what that game spoke to last night was just how open the NFC is. And I think a lot of teams, the 49ers, they have leverage here. You know, like Kyle Shanahan's talking him up to the media. He says, look, we have two starting quarterbacks. Who wouldn't want two starting quarterbacks on their team? Well, you only can put one starting quarterback on the field. You don't think that Kyle Shanahan is talking him up so that he can boost the trade value through the season for the rest of the, for the next couple of months? I think it's a very real possibility. They didn't just keep Brock Purdy on the 53-man roster because they didn't want to let him go through waivers. Maybe. Maybe they did, and they just said, you know what, we want to keep him on this roster, we want to keep him as maybe the future backup quarterback. Okay. But I don't think they got him as an insurance to the insurance. I think they truly kept Brock Purdy just in case there's a possibility that Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded elsewhere. And I think that he's a hot commodity right now. And the other take that I have with Jimmy is, I know he's a team guy, and I'm not trying to rip him. I'm not ripping him. I'm not a Jimmy hater. But based on everything that went on through this offseason and based on his only press conference that we've seen, and it's probably going to be the only time that we see him talk, you know, he was only he was only talking to the media for four and a half minutes. This entire offseason has been about Jimmy Garoppolo and he only spoke for four and a half minutes. I don't think that's by I don't think that's by choice of him just say or by choice of the reporters. I don't think reporters ran out of questions after four and a half minutes. I think that was by design. I don't believe that. Jimmy Garoppolo really cares for this season. I think he's thinking about the future. Go back and watch that press conference. He didn't mention the team once. He, he really didn't mention, like, oh, man, I'm just here to help this team win a Super Bowl. No. like He didn't mention any of that. He's talking about his future. You know, talking about being on the practice field. Well, I had to be there. I think it's just a, I think it's a real possibility. Now, of course, he's going to be a good teammate because Jimmy is. He's a good dude. Jimmy's a very good dude. I'll, I'll say that for him. He's going to be a good teammate, regardless. He's not going to, you know, pull a pull a Tom Brady like he did, like Tom Brady did with Jimmy G back in 2014, 
where Brady is just sitting alone on the bench after Jimmy Garoppolo just threw a touchdown and everyone's high-fiving him. Tom Brady didn't. I don't think Jimmy's going to treat Trey like that. I think he's going to treat Trey with the utmost respect, and I do think he's going to teach him some things. But after all, we're never going to actually get the real answer because this is just going to be with Jimmy Garoppolo. But I personally, and I'm not going to be led to believe otherwise, I personally just don't think that he really cares about this season. And that's why we shouldn't care about the whole Trey looking his over his shoulder thing, worried about Jimmy taking the starting job. I don't think Jimmy is worried about taking the starting job. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think he's cool with being a backup, trying to get that arm right. And then next year, you get the bag and you become a starting quarterback elsewhere. He thought he was going to be gone after last season. You know? So now he has... A season, really, to sit back there and, you know, get his arm right and get ready for next year. I think that's what he's thinking about. That's just my final take on it. That's my final take on the whole thing. I think Trey is going to be good. I think you're going to see a little bit of it this Sunday, although I think the run game is really what's going to stir the conversation on Monday. I think that run game for the Niners is just going to destroy the Bears. I I really do. Um, But I think Trey's going to be good. And I think this dude has a bright future. And we've only judged him based on a very limited amount of snaps. You know, you got to watch that quarterback last night, Josh Allen. And you see the comparisons to Josh Allen. Well, Trey Lance does not need to be where Josh Allen's at right now. Josh Allen is playing at an absolutely elite level. Just an elite level. Last, Like last night, you're only going to see him improve, I think. You're not going to see Trey Lance turn into that version of Josh Allen for quite a while. But you could see him turn into a second-year version of Josh Allen, where maybe the completion percentage isn't over 60, through 20 touchdowns, through 9 interceptions. Had a good second year where it's like, okay, maybe we got some hope with this guy. I think that's what you're hoping for Trey Lance this year. So... We'll get to that on the other side. We'll do a full preview of what's coming up with the 49ers and the Bears. And then at 550, uh, I just want to give a little thank you to all of you and to the station as it is my last day here uh, at 95.7 The Game. All right, we'll do a little more preview of Niners versus Bears. That's on the other side. Stephen Langford in on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Everything, our farm, our stand, our pop-up shop, It really all started when we discovered the benefits of local, raw honey for our family. And then we decided to turn it into a business. We were looking for something to help us get up and running. So we got the Chase Business Complete Banking Account. It's more than a bank account. It comes with Quick Accept, which lets us take card payments anytime, anywhere in the U.S. using the Chase mobile app. Plus, we get same-day deposits at no extra cost. For us, it's more than honey. It's about sharing a little sweetness with the world. Get the Chase Business Complete Banking Account with the essentials you need to help get your business going. Learn more at chase.com backslash business dash complete dash banking. Chase for business. Make more of what's yours. 
Quick Accept is not available in U.S. territories. Enrollment required. Usage subject to approval. Same day deposits available for payments before 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday to Friday. Fees and rates apply for checking and processing. Limitations and restrictions apply. Participants compensated. Merchant services provided by Payment Tech LLC and WePay Inc. Subsidiaries of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. As you know, sports teams plan well ahead of the next season. If you're thinking of remodeling your home, consider the same strategy. Talk with your designer or builder now about your next project. Golden State Window and Door has new inventory coming online. Milgard, Anderson, and Marvin. See Golden State Window and Door's wide variety of accessories at convenient showrooms across the Bay Area or GoldenStateLumber.com. Since 1954, Golden State. When you succeed, we succeed. Never! The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class. A four-foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni. With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. This week, Crayola 24-count crayons, Staples comp books, and two-pocket poly folders are each just 50 cents. Get everything on your list at amazing prices. This year, go forward to school with Staples. Shop in-store, online, or buy online and pick up in-store. Ends 9, 10, limit 30. Score big with Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything, so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with the game-changing speed of supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers the field and then some. And blocks billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you protected at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable Internet from Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Okay, everyone gather around. I have some exciting... Running her shoe factory, Kendra talks the talk and walks the walk. We're switching to green energy. She needs a biotech consultant to erase her carbon footprint. All operations will net zero emissions. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. Okay, everyone gather around. I have some exciting... Running her shoe factory, Kendra talks the talk and walks the walk. We're switching to green energy. She needs a biotech consultant to erase her carbon footprint. All operations will net zero emissions. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. (laughs) 
Well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Whether you're buying a new car or used one, it's a big investment which is why you should choose Pennzoil Platinum. It helps extend the life of your engine and protect it up to 15 years or 500,000 miles, whichever comes first, guaranteed. That's because Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas and 99.5% free from engine-clogging impurities. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Enrollment required? Keep your receipts. Other conditions apply? See Pennzoil.com slash warranty for full details. Find it at Firestone Complete Auto Care. segment I played September from Earth, Wind & Fire because I guess I played September, that song throughout the month of September just to annoy people yeah that's about, that's about right <laughs> that's about right but I remember playing this song, man there was a time that when we first got started we were just trying to, at least I was just trying to freestyle over this I can host you a show, but anything else, not my job. <laughs> I'll play some sound, but anything else, not my job. <laughs> oh, what a time. What a time. What a time. All right. Again, like I just, I'm getting a lot of texts right now. I really appreciate all of your words, everyone. Um, thank you. Thank you. Getting a little choked up now. Thank you, everyone, for the very kind words. Uh, this is my last day here at 95.7. Going to KCBS, so I'm only going up a floor. Still in the same building. Still going to be able to interact with all the co-workers here. So that makes it a little easier because I've forged a lot of friendships at this place, man. A lot of friendships in the past uh, past seven years, going back to even when I was an intern in 2012. So, yeah. Thank you to all of you, though. Speci- especially you. Especially you, the listeners. You guys have kept me going here throughout the morning. Uh, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to toot my own horn here. Going to take a little victory lap. We got Niners and Bears this Sunday. We got football this Sunday. We had football last night, but we had Rams and Bills. And I was laughed at on the roast. Laughed at, I tell you. When I said, don't be surprised if the Bills blow out the Rams. Now, I just want to play this sound at the end here. Because this was right at the end with the changeover with Willard and JD was in for dibs yesterday. But this was right at the end when we're getting our picks for the Thursday night game when Willard was getting my picks and Bonte's picks. I'm going to take a victory lap on my last show. I know you're JD. I know how he feels about Kyle. All right, who we get? So you think the Bills are going to blow him out? Bonte, what do you got tonight? What do you think is going to happen? I think the Rams. Oh, man. I like the Rams. I'm going to go with the home dog. Okay. Mm. All right. I think that's a tough game to pick. Yeah, it is. It's just going to be a dandy. It is. It is. Lay the points with the Bills. 
Trust me. Two and a half. Trust you. And I like the Bills by a few. <laughs> I don't I trust like bills you at all. <laughs> Not bills even close. a little bit. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me, the Bills were going to beat the Rams. I'm not going to lie. This might have been the only pick that I've gotten right where I just say, trust me. I've had some terrible picks through my time here. You know, going through the, the going through the pregame show and thinking back to it, uh, I had the uh, <laughs> two of my worst picks that I've ever had. I try to be different. You know, you don't like to, you don't like to, uh, you know, you don't want to join the bandwagon. Like everyone is saying, oh man, it could be a Bills, Packers, Bills, Rams, Super Bowl, whatever. And I actually do believe that this year. I think it's going to be uh, the Bills and the Buccaneers. But <laughs> but there's one time where I tried to predict that the Twins were going to go to the World Series a couple of years ago. Then they were last in the AL Central. And uh, when I first started hosting the weekend shows, this was, uh, I think, Christian McCaffrey's second or third year uh, where I said that the Panthers are going to be representatives in the Super Bowls and they didn't even make the playoffs. So there we go. <laughs> but last night, I got it right. <laughs> Here, JD. I know how he feels about. Kyle. All right, who we get? So, you think the Bills are going to blow them out, Bonte? What do you got tonight? What do you think is going to happen? I think the Rams. Oh man, I like the Rams. I want to go with the home dog. Okay. Mm. All right. I think man, that's a tough game to pick. Yeah, this it is. is going to be a dandy. It is. It is. Lay the points with the Bills. Trust me. Two and a half. Trust you. And I like the Bills by few. <laughs> I don't but trust I like you at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Don't let the insecure laugh fool you. I believe that it was going to happen. Trust me. But this weekend, you have the 49ers and the Bears. And look, man, I'm not going to go so far as to go with my original prediction, which is, you know, it was 34-13. I said that on the roast yesterday. 49ers-Bears. Anything can happen week one. I understand that. But I just think the Bears are that bad. That even though I just said in the previous segment that you need four games to figure out who the true identity is of uh, of a football team, the true identity of the Bears, you can already tell. They're not going to do anything this year. Maybe Justin Fields makes some improvements. You know, there could be a situation. I believe it looks like George Odom is going to be in the starting safety spot in place of Jimmy Ward. We've been talking about uh, we've been talking about Tarvarius Moore all this time. But it looks like George Odom, he was placed as the number one safety on the unofficial depth chart that was released earlier this week. So that can only lead us to assume that he's going to be the safety there. I don't know if they're going to try and take advantage of that with the tight end, Cole Komet. I think Cole Komet's actually a good tight end. Darnell Mooney's a good wide receiver. But in the end, this 49ers defense is supposed to be a top defense this year. And what you saw last night, I mean, even with the even with the Rams, their defense had moments um, but I don't think the Bears are exactly going to fool the 49ers defense like the Bills fooled that Rams defense yesterday. That Rams defense is good. I just think the Bills offense is better. Um, this 49ers defense is going to be very good. I think Nick Bosa is about to feast. And I don't know if anyone saw it yesterday, but Matt Barrows wrote a piece on Nick Bosa. And it's essentially an article talking about the changes that he made to his routine, to his workout routine. He used to eat, like, back in college, you know, he used to eat Chipotle on a regular basis and, you know, these home-cooked meals that he'd go down to Florida for, uh, you know, those were filled with calories. And he'd also eat, uh, he'd have a McDonald's order at late at night, and it would be a McGriddle. So I guess that's when they were serving, like, all-day breakfast. I'm like, wow, what a different time. But Nick Bosa, like, all it talks about this article from Matt Barrows is, 
the agility that he has and how he's changed up his entire routine and you know how it's it's no longer about trying to be the guy who lifts the most amount of weights it's about doing it the right way like this dude there's a reason why he looks like he's chiseled out of granite and it looks like that he's even gotten more lean and more in shape as opposed to his rookie season it's because he's changed everything so after his rookie year it was him saying to the media well you know what i didn't go in with much of a game plan last year he said he didn't go into much of a game plan with his rookie season he said that he was kind of just bull rushing dudes using his hands because he's really good with his hands he's very he's very good at you know Chopping, swimming, whatever terms you want to use for an edge rusher. Um, But he knows how to get to the quarterback. And he said his second year, he was going to go in uh, with a little bit more of a game plan. But we all know what happened within the second year. And in his third year, I mean, this dude, he just looked unreal in his third year. The 15 and a half sacks. And this year, now that he's even more in shape, he's apparently gotten quicker. I think Nick Bosa is going to have a fantastic season this year. 20 sacks is a lot, you know, and you can't control the holding penalties. There, it feels like there's a lot with, with Bosa. And to be honest, he's kind of he's been one of those players who's wanted me to create a new stat. On this show before, I created the GA stat for Steph Curry, which was the gravity assist. <laughs> Where, you know, it just felt like every time we were talking about Steph, it was always about the gravity you know, every time that Steph is moving around the court, he's bringing three or four guys along with him, and that leaves an opening for a guy to shoot the ball. Granted, there's no way to quantify the GA stat, but I'm like, damn it, there needs to be a stat for that, because it feels like even though Steph hasn't touched the ball, he's involved with every point that's scored. With Nick Bosa, they need to create some sort of stat where the holding penalties that are on the offensive linemen, I don't know if they could quantify it, but they got to quantify it in that a defensive lineman is the one who causes it. You know what I mean? Like, like PC, penalties caused from the defensive lineman. Is there any way that they could quantify it? I don't know. Am I going to be the one to do it? No. <laughs> but I'm going to call for it, and I'm going to have the idea. I'm just not going to follow through with it because I'm not part of the NFL. But I think the NFL needs to do that because I think Nick Bosa would lead the league in penalties caused. But there's also going to be penalties that aren't called. And that's something you can't quantify for the season. But I think Nick Bosa is going to have a monster year. It'll be fascinating to see how they attack him in this next game. Like, to be honest, if I were the if I were the Bears, I'd just run the ball straight at him. Try to make him work as much as possible. Because when he gets to the fourth quarter, that's when this 49ers team beats you. That's what got me about the preseason, actually. Is we were so focused on like a quarter and a half of football at the most. A quarter and a half of football when it came to the offense, right? Like, this is the tale of two halves. The thing that makes the 49ers so special is guys like Debo, Kittle, and Bosa, and Trent Williams. Those guys have the conditioning and have the strength that sticks around throughout the 60 minutes of a football game. And I'm just saying, good luck in minutes 46 through 60 if you want to stop these guys. So I wouldn't be shocked if the Bears just ran straight at Bosa just so they could tire him out and actually have a chance at the end of the game. I wouldn't be surprised if that's their game plan. You know, plus Nick Bosa, there's been times where he hasn't been that great against the run. He's trying to get to the quarterback too quickly, 
and he's kind of overshot the running back. But look, I think they're absolutely going to win this Sunday. I think there's no doubt about it. I don't think this Bears roster is any good. Um, of course, you're going to be without Jimmy Ward. We're waiting to see what's happening with George Kittle. Uh, we never know with George Kittle until the day of the game comes. One of my most embarrassing moments on this show was in 2019 after that Cardinals game where he was playing with a hurt ankle. So I'm going into the week, I believe, right after that was the Packers game. And it turns out that he had six catches for 123 yards, that one long touchdown that he had in 2019. Turns out that he was playing with a pop capsule in his knee and a bone chip in his ankle. So I'm never going to rule George Kittle out, but I just think the 49ers, even without Kittle and without Jimmy Ward, I think they should just scoop by the Bears, get this easy week one win. And hey, I mean, looking at looking at last uh, look, looking at last night, I don't know what the Rams are going to look like by the time the 49ers actually play the Rams for the first time this season. I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, but now it's looking pretty safe that you could be maybe five and one heading into the Chiefs game like you got some very winnable games here leading up to that so I'm going to be fascinated to see uh what happens with the 49ers uh but in the end here's my season prediction I'll, I'll give the season prediction here uh because this is the last show for me at 95.7 The Game, the last pregame show that I'll be doing. I'm moving on to uh, to KCBS, and I do have a thank you here uh, that I want to get out in a couple of minutes. But overall, my final prediction for the 49ers, I got them leading the NFC West. And they are at least, and I can't, I can't predict what goes any further than this, um, I believe they're going to be eleven and five this year. Or excuse me, eleven and uh, twelve and five this year. I believe that's going to be their ending number, even with Trey Lance as a starting quarterback. I just think that roster is so damn good. Now, granted, there can be a lot of turnover, there can be a lot of injuries. You never know what can happen within the NFL. But I think if this team stays healthy, you know, George Kittle and Jimmy Ward to get those guys back, I truly believe that the Niners can go uh, twelve and five this year. I think they're going to be a damn good football team, and that ends up leading me to. Uh, the Rams, who are, I predicted before last night that they'd be eleven and six. I had the Cardinals at nine and seven, and I had the Seahawks at two and fifteen. Because if you look at the Seahawks schedule, it's like there's no there. <laughs> uh, if you look at the Seahawks schedule, there's just no games where I'm like, man, that's a that's a winnable game for them. Um, you never know; they're probably going to get more than uh, more than two wins. But the wild card game, I have the Niners playing the Vikings. I think we're going to safely assume that uh, they'd be getting past the Vikings there in the wild card game. I do have the Niners at least making the divisional round. And you know what? I'm not even going to predict the playoffs. I don't think that the Niners are actually going to uh, going to make the Super Bowl this year. I do think that's going to be for the Buccaneers. But I do think the Niners are going to show something this year under Trey Lance where you're going to go into the playoffs. He's going to get a playoff win under his belt. You're going to get that experience. And I think this 49er team can be very good for the next two to three years at least. I think, it's, I think, I think they're going to be a very good team. The Niners have set it up right. The culture's there. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, I think they know what they're doing. Um, I'm going to be fascinated to see, though, what happens with this 49ers team overall. Um, <laughs> so I'm getting a lot of, jeesh, uh, we'll only accept the note if it's read in slam poetry style. I don't have the slam poetry stuff ready. I don't have that from the 510. Going to miss you nicely. Thank you for all these early mornings. Panda and Hayward, go sports. Look. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do here. I, I know if you're just getting into your car and you're listening to this and you're listening to me, you probably... 
you know, and you're just, you don't know about the show, um, you know, you, whatever. Like, it's fine if you don't really care to listen to this, uh, but I only got seven minutes here, so I just wanted to uh, give some thank yous. Like, I've been here since 2013 <laughs> as an intern. I did not expect to be in this position. You know, as an intern, I kind of just took a shot. Like, if you're... If you are one who's aspiring to, I don't know, if you're like in your, if you're, let's just say you're in college right now and you're kind of figuring out what you want to do, trust me, you don't have to figure that out for quite a while. Um, But if you want to get involved in radio, a lot of people ask me like, oh man, how'd you get involved in this? What'd you do? And I'm like, I really didn't do anything special. All I did was apply. All I did was just apply through a piece of paper and then applied myself through the years that I've been here. And I think that, uh, I think that, you know, since 2012, the amount of people that I've worked with, the amount of hosts, and it's crazy. I was working with, you know, Whitey Gleason and Dan Dibley on their original show, The Rise Guys, as an intern. And I remember coming in the first day of the morning and I'm like, man, I don't know if I'll ever, uh, I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever be doing that sort of thing. Like, these guys are good. You know, it was my first dose of live radio. And, uh, and, Thank you, for, thank you, six five zero. You went to college too. Yeah, I was interning on and off. I was a seasonal intern, is probably what you call it, winter and summer. Um, so I was interning with the Rise guys to start out, then eventually got hired in December of 2015. You know, just working nights, and that's actually where I earned the nickname Nice Guy because anytime someone would ask me to fill in on a shift, like I'd just do it with no questions asked. I'd just say, "Yeah, all right, give me the shift. I'll fill in for you." And it turns out that that you're a nice person if you do that. So I was called Nice Guy Steven from there on out. So there you go. There's a little insight uh, to that. But I just want to thank everybody here at 95.7 that I've worked with. Um, you know, from the start, I was at nights. I was with my guys, you know, Ben Shaw and Wes Mills. There's only one employee that I can't remember the name of uh, who, who worked before me and then eventually was gone within, you know, three months. But, you know, I started off with... Uh, Started off with Zach and Guru. Now I see Guru, you know, doing what he does. As a matter of fact, with Steiny and Guru, I was doing Warriors post game shows with Steiny running the board, and also running the board for Guru on a nightly basis when he was with Zach. I don't know if you remember that show, but now they're both hosting a show together during the daytime. You know, originally entered with Dan Dibley, got to work with him for a few years with, with Joe Lowe and Dibbs, and then moving on to the morning roasts, originally with uh, Bonte, Shasky, and Kate, and now currently just with Bonte and Shasky. Just everyone that I've worked with, Rick Tittle, Roxy Birdsteed, all these guys that I would work A's games with. You know, I was on the board for the Raiders for Raiders games at one point. Done a lot. You know, and I just... Everyone at the station's so cool, and I'll say this about like sports radio. You know, if you want to get involved in it, at the very least, like this is a type of atmosphere where everyone has like that one thing in common, at least, which is that love for sports. And when you have that love for sports, instantly, you know, you kind of start talking about it. Like in the end, there are times where like. I'll be talking so much just about sports with the coworkers that you realize like you don't really know much about that actual person and then you start to learn who they are and and and, and all of that. So, I, it's a it's a cool atmosphere to where if you're ever getting if you ever thinking about getting involved in sports radio, I'll say that for it. It's it's just so cool when everyone has that just one common interest. From the 650, yes, this is a farewell speech, damn it. <laughs> 
I'm leaving here. It's three minutes. But I just want to thank all of you, though. Anyone who's texting in right now, anyone who has called into this show, like, I truly am super lucky. I did not think I'd be in this position. Like, the reason we started the pregame show was because from five to six, you know, like, we just, we wanted some local programming. We wanted something there, um, you know, just to be, just to re- be a replacement, to get you ready. And uh, started off with Matt Kolsky. And then eventually, when Matt Kolsky had moved on to uh, with uh, with Damon and Ratto, you know they needed somebody to take over as a host, and you know they just kind of put me in this chair. And now, two and a half, three years later, after hosting it, co-hosting it with Anna Kakarakis, if you've been with the show, uh, if you've been with the show since the Anna Kakarakis days as the co-host, then I salute you. Like, thank you so much. That's that's awesome. And you know, to everyone that's reached out. Given all these compliments and everything, I just think that, uh, man, I, I just think that uh, I, I'm just lucky. That's it. That's it. I'm just I'm just very lucky. You know, you all have. Uh, I, it started out where you'd get the the uh, the original text where it was like, uh, where where it was like, what is this dude doing on the air? What is this guy doing? <laughs> you know, who is this on the air at five a.m. And then eventually, after a month or two. Y'all acclimated toward it. You got used to it. Uh, but I think my first solo show ever on my own was that Nick Mullins game against the Giants where he just kept on throwing play action over the middle to George Kittle. <laughs> like, I was, uh, you know, like, that's a long time ago, man, now that I think about it. But there's been a lot of fun with this show. There's been a lot of stupid stuff that I've done. So thank you. Uh, thank you for even being like tuned in for all of that and going through all of that because I kind of use this show as a way to test out all that dumb stuff. You know, like I, I kind of had that mindset going into it where it's like, you know what? Like, shout out to our program director, Matt Nahigian, who kind of gave me the free reign to do that. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do the type of show that I want to do. And if the listeners aren't into it, then they aren't into it. You know what I mean? We just wanted to give you some local programming here at 5 a.m. So I appreciate all of you uh, for, for, for taking me in. From the 510, before, you're th- before you go, what are your thoughts on sourdough bread? Huh. Sourdough bread is good. I'm good with sourdough bread. Not my number one choice of bread, though. Not my number one choice. I normally go with Dutch Crunch, but then Dutch Crunch lately has really been hurting the roof of my mouth. So I'm not really into the Dutch Crunch or anymore, you know? Maybe a French roll, more of a French roll guy. Sourdough's fine. I like sourdough on certain sandwiches. You know? Depends on the sandwich. It's a good question. So, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that. From the 415, remember, you will always be Josh Allen's unathletic brother. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But this is going to do it for me on the pregame show. And to be honest, a lot of you are asking, you know, who the replacement's going to be and all that. Um, that will come in time. I'm not sure who it is specifically, but I'm, I know there will be a, a replacement at some point here with this show. Someone's going to take the spot and whoever it is, support them the same way that you've supported me. Cause we got, uh, we got a lot of talented people at this station, man. I'll tell you that right now. We got a lot of talented people, uh, behind the scenes. A lot of people who really, whose names you've heard and you know, you're starting to get used to their voices a little bit. You're starting to recognize them by voice, which is really cool. But trust me, we got a lot of talented people behind the scenes. I mean, hell, you know how cool it is to see guys like Kyle Madsen and Lucas filling in? Like Lucas and I, 
We were doing night shows together. I was on the board when Lucas came in as a producer. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Been here for a while. So I appreciate all of you. I appreciate everything that you've texted in, all that you've done. Um, gonna miss you. And for one last time, as always, go sports. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZFM at HD1 San Francisco. An Odyssey station. It's our first football Friday of the season. Third down and 12. Mahomes fires, pass, pick. Warner got it for San Francisco. Hell yeah. It's Niners versus Bears all day long. You cannot mess around with these dudes. You cannot let the Bears believe that they have a chance to win this game. This is the Bay Area's sports station. 95.7 The Game. Hey, Becky, what about this beat for your next song? Mm, it's cool, but I'm into faster stuff lately, like Xfinity that gives me beyond gig speeds. Got it. What about this, then? Mm, it sounds powerful, just like Xfinity. Because its supersonic Wi-Fi has three times the bandwidth, you can connect hundreds of devices at once. <laughs> That's what I call power. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity. Made to do anything so you can do anything. Get the Xfinity Supersonic Bundle with unlimited gig speed internet, Wi-Fi equipment included, and a free 4K streaming box. All for $50 a month with a two-year internet rate guarantee and no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile with unlimited data at regular rates. Go to Xfinity.com slash gig, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. New gigabit extra internet customers only. Taxes and fees extra and subject to change. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes wireless usage. After 24 months, regular rates apply. Requires compatible Xfinity Gateway. It's the bottom of the ninth. The game's on the line, and your small business needs a loan fast. What's your move? Go to OnDeck.com, America's largest online small business lender. With OnDeck, you can apply in minutes, and if approved, get your funds as soon as the same day. Go to OnDeck.com. Your loan is on deck. Depending on certain loan attributes, your business loan may be issued by OnDeck or Celtic Bank, a Utah Chartered Industrial Bank member FDIC. Limited eligibility for same-day funding. OnDeck does not lend in every state. All loans subject to lender approval. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our clients' best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Come into Friedman's Appliance in Pleasant Hill September 23rd through September 25th for their fall clearance sale event. Take advantage of factory direct prices, one-of-a-kind opportunities, special pricing on floor models, and convenient financing. And save on new appliances from trusted brands like Mila, Bosch, Electrolux, LG, and Maytag. Visit Friedman's Appliance in Pleasant Hill for their fall clearance sale event September 23rd through September 25th 
for the best time to save on new appliances for your home. Kirby is your driveway mechanic. They bring the shop to you with brake replacements, oil changes, washes, and so much more. Get $50 off your first oil change with code OIL50 at Kirby.com. That's C-U-R-B-E-E.com and use code OIL50. Live on DAZN Pay-Per-View, September 17th, Part 3. Canelo versus Triple G to take the trilogy. Bad blood, a score to settle. Controversy, brutality, pure hostility. For victory, for history, for the trilogy. Canelo Alvarez versus Gennady Golovkin. September 17th, live on DAZN Pay-Per-View. Visit DAZN.com. When back to the office means back in traffic. We unfortunately have a really bad situation going on in Hayward. You can rely on your Northern California Honda Dealers Traffic Center. Traffic is still jammed from Whipple, but I can see it starting to improve now that you have... From your traffic leader, KCBS. Dell Technologies semi-annual sale has arrived, and it's time to upgrade to the latest business technology. Save big on laptops and desktops with Windows 11 Pro. Plus, get amazing deals on server, storage, and cloud solutions, as well as top work accessories, including docks, monitors, and more. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for special business offers during our semi-annual sale. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you. And all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. And he can do just about anything because... I make the earth take the shape that I want it to take. But the Hubbards use their 1025R because... We really are trying to create this homestead. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. Get a one-series tractor for just $124 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315. Much better in Mill Valley, today with a high of 84. Brought to you by Ashley Furniture. Your neighborhood Ashley store has all the styles, selection, and value you'll need to invite fall in this season. Find furniture you'll love by shopping locally or visit ashley.com today. It's time, time, time to wake up. With a nice cup of morning roast. Oh, yeah. Featuring Monte Hill and Joe Shasky. Hey, well, I'm about that action, boss. Take it out! This is the morning roast on 95.7 The Game. Four. Allen stepping up and now floating it downfield and digs it behind the secondary. Stumbles, but brings it in. Buffalo touchdown. Oh, it was good to hear Mike Tirico. And oh, baby, the first football Friday of the season. And what a game last night, Buffalo. Oh, boy, they look dominant. Josh Allen, 297 yards passing, another 56 on the ground, four total touchdowns, and the Bills roll over the Rams 31 to 10. And we get ready for Niners and Bears. A lot of people talking about the Rams, especially Niner fans. We were all laughing at them. Offensive line issues. Staff were not throwing the ball well. But good morning to everybody out there getting off their graveyard shift. Shatsky's back. Shatsky's back. 
Shasky's back. We have Sam Lubman and, of course, we have Stephen Langford. Shasky, I'll give you a word here, but uh, before we move on, I do want to shout out Stephen Langford because it is his last day with his Shasky. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, he's on to bigger, brighter, better things. Flying away, free Lankford is happening, and we love him very much. And it's Football Friday, so we're just going to have a great day today. Football Friday. I want to say this before we start the show. i got to say this, and we'll do it What's again that? a little later. Lankford has been here for a long, long time. He's one of the longest tenured 95-7 yep. game employees. He interned, went back to college, came back and got a job. And when I first got here to 95-7 game in mid-November of 2016, he was one of the first guys I met at Pick 6, the old Pick 6 oh. bar, watching Raider games. And I've been able to see Langford just kind of rise up the ranks from technical bo- producer on the board, whether it was middays, mornings, to update anchor, to the pregame show at 5-6 to six, setting its own for us, and becoming our number one fill-in. He's our guy. Mm-hmm. One of us goes out, Langford steps right up, and we don't skip a freaking beat. And so I'm going to miss this guy. I'm happy for him. But I'm a little ticked off because it's like, how do we replace Steven Nice Guy Langford? I'm selfish in that way, Shasky. Like, who the hell's going to replace him? It's going to be board out by committee, like the <laughs> San Francisco Giants. I'm a Giants? selfish human being. <laughs> I, I didn't play, I didn't press that. No, 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 it's all right. I don't know how we're going to be able to. It's, well, first off, you don't really replace him. But no, uh, no it's going to be a long, long journey to try to find somebody to fill some of the void yeah. that Stephen brings to the table. I'm going to miss hearing him in the morning on my drive-in, stealing his material yep. and all that whatnot. Steven, you can hop on at any time. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate the words, fellas. Let's just get on with the show. We'll do this toward the end okay. of the show. We'll get you know, we, 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 get, we getting will. a little uncomfortable. We will. Of course little, I am. Well, then let yeah. me start it. But I'll take you little, know how it is, man. When you got people talking about you out there, you don't like it. You get yeah, a little uncomfortable. I'm the yeah, same I way. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. I feel you. But nice guy, we're going to miss Vontae, you, man. Let me give we're you a happy date. for you. What's up? January 30th, 2022. Do you know what that was? NFC Championship. Yeah. Yeah, that that's how long I've been waiting for the 49er season to start. That's how long 49er fans have been waiting for this season to start. You know how excited I am? First off, the Rams, the Super Bowl champs, the Lambs, went out and laid go. an egg on national television yesterday and looked so overwhelmed. They cannot be in first place after this weekend. And after the Niners smash on the Bears and Trey Lance pops, I can't wait. He's going to pop, okay, this weekend. The Niners are going to be in first place in the NFC West. Yes, I'm doing NFC West talk already, day one. Let's go! Yeah, there's going to be a lot of overreactions from last night's game, and I've already seen them. First of all, first of all, is Buffalo not one of the best teams in pro football? Of course! It looked dominant. It looked dominant. And Langford actually called it yesterday, said the Bills are going to blow out the Rams. And I was like, eh... Then right before game time, I figured, all right, the Bills are going to win, but I don't know how by how much. The Rams are going to have some pride here. The Rams went out there and really should have got a 40-burger so dropped you, on you them. hedged all bets. So oh, on when air, I kept, well, you said Rams? Yeah, on, on home, there. on betting, you, you uh, I got Bills? the. I, and I'm not lying. I got uh. to pick them right here. And I, and I actually, this is coming from the same man who buried the Rams in the middle of the season last year. So it, we all did. I'm playing. I was just, I was just man enough to say it. Everybody else kind of tur- curled up in their little shells, like, oh, I don't know about the Rams. They won a freaking game in November, a game. I know. They won the Super Bowl, but you know what? They got O line issues. Yes, they do. They have O line issues, which made me a little happy. But division games are different. I would not count out the Rams at all. I don't think they're repeating as Super Bowl champs. I think Stafford's a year older. I do think they they have some things to work through, but. They're a team that makes moves. They're a team that makes moves. 
They're not going to stand pat. So it was good to see them get beat up at SoFi Stadium. They it was good like to 21. see, dude. It, dude, it was good to see Ramsey get cooked. Oh, and then get thrown at over and over. I believe Diggs had four catches for yeah. 104 yards on Ramsey alone. Yeah, I mean, like you know, he he gave up a perfect passer rating. Perfect passer rating yesterday against Josh Allen. I think he attempted seven passes against him, gave up seven completions. Now, some of the symmetry, though, between Stephon Diggs and and Josh Allen. I mean, that back shoulder throw against Ramsey, Ramsey could do nothing about that. That was a ridiculous Nothing about that. So, Josh Allen, I believe, like I tweeted this last night, you think about the great seasons of quarterback Uh Brady when he threw the 50 touchdowns, Peyton Manning with the Colts when he was throwing to Stokely, the Randy Moss here. You had Stokely, Marvin Harrison, uh, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark when Manning was lighting up the world on fire. And then you had Dan Marino way back when in 1984. Of course, they lost the Super Bowl that year to the Niners, but he threw for over five Gs in 48 touchdowns. I think Josh Allen could have one of those years where it's a 5,000-yard passing season, and he could run for another five, 600 yards and score another 10 touchdowns on the ground. This guy looks elite. Like, he looks like the dude right now. If you had to take him to quarterback number one overall, a lot of people are going to go Josh Allen, if not everybody. Now, if I had the number two pick, it wouldn't be a bad thing because there's still some great quarterbacks out there. But it looks like Josh Allen's league right now. Well, everyone's going to talk about the physical gifts, which are undeniable. Beat for me, it's his mentals. It's the pre-snap yeah. um, recognition of where to attack. It's his ability to take what the defense gives him, and then once he starts rolling, he gets that little like I'm either going to run or yep. throw as I'm rolling out, and the pressure that that puts on a defense is is tremendous. I've been a Josh Allen truther since going back to college days. I, I watched him and Brian Hill on Saturday nights, late night, and I remember tweeting out about about Josh Allen. Now, no one could have predicted the player that he would evolve into. I thought he'd be a very good player in the NFL. And what he's done year after year after year, he's just gotten so much better, and you could see the game slowing down from I watched him very thoroughly the first two years. Again, because I was all over this kid. I really liked him. He didn't look good. Well, it's not that he didn't look good. He just he wasn't confident as a passer the way he is right now. Well, he changed his mechanics. Well, that they did, absolutely. But B, they also got him that weapon. Being bold and being aggressive and going out and getting digs really elevated his right. confidence level. And you can clearly see that now he's adding to those layers. And if they get any run game like they did last night. Oh, they're, they're a physical football team. I mean, team. that's kind of been yeah. one of the bugaboos. He's right. been their most dynamic right. runner, which puts a lot of pressure on him. Well, Singletary looked good. Zach Moss ran Moss the ball hard. The Fullback, my boy James Cook fumbles on his first carry, doesn't see a sniff after that. But look, Josh Allen in his last three national TV games, Shasky. Last three. Okay. National TV. Gets the Pats, gets the Chiefs, gets the Rams. He's putting on the show. What, what nine, ten touchdowns? Twelve touchdowns, Whoa. two interceptions, not 79% completion percentage, 74-93, another 190 on the ground and a touchdown. The Bills are averaging 38 points per game in their last three national television games. And they're on a mission. All they need is a little something-something from that defense. And Von Miller... He looks great. Looks like he's 25 all over again. You think he had a little something for the Rams yesterday? There's no doubt about that. I listened to a podcast where he basically went to go sign with Buffalo. Took the whole flight. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.